Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. And yes, you're not hearing things. This is not our normal time, but we're going to do a bonus episode. And bonus. Bone us. No. Bonus. No, no. Bonus. Yeah, bonus. bonus. So, and the reason why we're doing this is we want to say thank you. Uh, we've hit 8 million downloads in seven weeks. What do you guys think about that? Congratulations, assholes. Big number. Assholes. Did I what did I say? The other one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> assholes. So, yeah, 8.1 million downloads in seven weeks. Uh, we had a great show last night. Um, well, we, yeah, we wanted to apologize because we weren't kind of ourselves. Um, we had some issues going on in the city that we wanted to see changed. And thank God, uh, I mean, Bones, thank God they were changed. And now, uh, we, got, now we got the flag up. And, uh, and we we're feeling good about that. Yeah, we decimated the uh, liberal crybabies in Ocean Springs. It's a win. It's, it's a win. win. It's definitely a win. And so we're really excited about it, but we had some technical difficulties. So ID10T. Yeah, problems. we had ID10T problems. And if you guys don't know what IDT... <laughs> ID10T. If you guys don't know what that means, uh, write it down, and then you'll know what it means. Because um, if you missed the show last night, you need to go back and listen to the podcast on iTunes because... I was like, what the hell is going on? Why guys, how come you guys won't tell me? And they wouldn't tell me. And they said, no, you got to write it down and look at it. And so I didn't write it down. I'm like, guys, <laughs> give me the damn meaning of what an ID10 error is. No initials. And ID10T. ID10 it's idiot. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, 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 I learned a lesson. That's so. pretty cool. No, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yesterday was yeah. my birthday. so um, Happy birthday. Yeah, thank Again. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys, thank you so much for, for the gifts. And that was definitely not necessary, but you got me a cool uh, Auburn. What do they call these things? Um, a cup? A tumbler. Oh, yeah. Tumbler. Yeah, tumbler. And, Hot uh, or cold. Yeah. And so I'm using it now to drink my coffee from Gabby Caffey. And uh, by the way, guys, we got 24 pounds of Caffey cigars coming on monday nice amount of smokes nice amount yeah. of sticks it's, we're going to enjoy them right. it's just not for us it's for the people but we're going to have a couple of ours and i know okay. since my wife's not listening i'm going to be buying some oh yay so is barry and so yep. I. yeah that's good just for me tell joe that's good that's, for me um, and we actually have a limits right now yeah i want yeah. to shout out to uh, a young man that's in our studio audience tonight he's actually moving from my old uh police department to ocean springs police department 
Good and job. big shout out to you. And, Congratulations uh, and safe and good luck. Yeah, we uh, we we thank we're very thankful for our police department. We're back here. to blue. Yeah, and guess who's walking in the door, Mister <laughs> Mister Mister. I'm not answering. I'm not the answering telephone. the damn phone. You know, last night he said. You know, I was on the phone and I saw a damn New York number and I almost answered it and but he didn't. Nah, so we tried to get him to to answer. But anyway, folks, so today is this is just a bonus episode uh for just to shout out to all you listeners and all you and I, I don't even like calling them fans, guys. I would say supporters because, you know, I'm nobody and uh I I don't think that I'm privileged enough to have fans, but uh, I just think that uh the better word is probably supporters. What do you guys think? I like that. Yeah. You, you guys yeah. okay with that? Uh, you leave already? When, when they put our pictures on a t-shirt and stuff, then we can cut. <laughs> they'll be fine. No, he went in the humidor. I said, you know, I heard from another um, person that we're going to have a big fan base. So I'm, I'm, well, I like that. I, I mean, I like it because it's it's, it's pretty cool. It's well, they have cool. t-shirts with the asshole faces But you know what? But, but, yeah, but you know, we, we got some people that are supporters, and yeah. you know, there's some people in my family that man, they're a fan of me. Right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty damn cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I never thought I'd be doing this at 56. Yeah, I know. That, I, I, one thing that I love about this show is we don't take no bullshit. We come None. right off the cuff, <laughs> and we speak our minds. We actually have, uh, and this is a good mix here. We have a libertarian. We have a poo-poo head, and we have a – I don't know uh, what to call you, Maverick. Oh, I thought you were talking about him being the poo-poo head. No. No, he was talking about bones. Oh. Straight. <laughs> Pay attention to the stick, man. Wow, I missed that uh, one. Yeah, I just I, – I, I like uh, Bones is just shaking his head, but he usually does a number of times through our well, I pick podcast. On, Register yeah. Republican. But I pick on Bones because he's our finance guy, and he never gives me any damn money to spend any money. So well, we don't have we any. We don't have any. Oh, We're waiting for our um, – Supporters, or we need some supporters. <laughs> we need donations. By we, the way. we need supporters that give us money. I'm That's hungry. Right. Is anybody out there got lunch for us? Yeah, we need lunch, guys, <laughs> um, because this is early for us. Normally, we're on the air at nighttime. And, and the first twelve bucks we get, we gotta buy Stickman another mic cover. Really? <laughs> we gotta talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys missed it last night, um, by the way, probably early next year we're going to be starting a youtube uh broadcast of our radio shows we're going to be broadcasting live so you guys can see the antics that go on in the studio and last night i burnt my spongy thing on my microphone because i was lighting a cigar and i wasn't paying attention and all of a sudden i smelled plums and i'm like what the hell is this cigar got in it? And I looked down and my freaking microphone's on fire. <laughs> I wonder was why smoking. plums. I wonder why the smell of plums. I don't know. Maybe it's... I wonder if mine would be apples or oranges. <laughs> Are they did they different flavors or uh, scents? I don't Depends know. What maybe that's it. why they're twelve dollars a piece. The little spongy thing. Yes, that could compared, be it. Compared to yeah, scratch and sniff. Compared to wait a minute. Let me see. No, it doesn't. No, it's not scratch and sniff. <laughs> Smells like bad that breath. That goes back a little while. Smell like bad breath. That like goes back breath. a little while. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. Yeah. All right. So what we wanted to do today is we're going to get down and dirty with the soils tobacco grows in. I mean, I think that's a great subject. So I think maybe what we'll do, guys, is we'll do a four-part series uh, or maybe a six-part series and talk about all the different tobacco leaves. Why are you – are you in pain? A little bit. Okay. Did you take anything for it? 800 ibuprofen. Okay. And it usually kicks in in about 20 minutes. And you have a prescription for that, right? Absolutely. We don't, okay, awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Good. So 
I just think it's a great subject to talk about because we want to learn to, or we want to start educating people and really kind of guide them and teach them and allow each and every one of our listeners to become cigar aficionados. Knowing that we're not aficionados, I learned some, you know, I've been in this business now uh, for over a year. I've been a cigar smoker 25 years, but I've learned more in the last year than I have in 25 years. Because when you're just a cigar smoker, you really don't pay attention to anything except whether you like the cigar or not. You don't really pay attention to the blend. You don't pay attention to the wrapper or, or all the details boxed in, you know. And uh, so that's you- how I am. That's how I am. I agree with what you're saying is um, I'm not paying attention to all the flavors you can come through or the blends or the spices or the creaminess. I'm just picking a cigar, trying it. I like it. I go back to it. Are you going to say it? No, I agree with you, stick man. I agree with you, stick man. Thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant your favorite word that you like to You flow. can't say it. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. <laughs> you can't get that tongue twice. Yeah, you can't yeah, get that tongue yeah, that, that, That's one of my favorite words that stick man says. Well, you know, never know. That romance, the, the bromance that you got going, maybe you can practice your tongue activity. You use that, yeah, if you use that tongue more often, you might be able to roll yours. Well, uh, you know, I'm 53 and it's been used quite a bit over the years. So I'm, really? You know, yeah, well, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it right here. I'm an expert with that. You know what I mean? I'm going to say it. It ain't no, no bull. I'm an expert with that. Are you a self-professed expert? No. So you I, do, can ha- I can have some call-ins call in. So you do have fans. And, 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 and yeah, yes. Uh, I can okay. have some people call in and say, um, what's that word called? Nicaragua? No, not that oh. word. When you're calling and you're incognito. Oh, you're incognito? Uh, anonymous. Anonymous. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you there, Mort. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, he's our he's our Wikipedia source. Yeah, he is. And um, um, Bones helps out along the lines too with some of that stuff. Bones and, uh, can't spell. Did you know that? How many words were that? How many syllables was that? Uh, spell it, one. Get one. I gotta learn how. I gotta learn to pronounce these eight syllable words. Our executive producer was looking them up so I could actually beat Bones. And I can't pronounce it. Oh, so now you're admitting you were in, you were he's cheating. You're, he's cheating. You were fall behind. That's not cheating. That's not cheating. That's educating myself. I always call my when oldest brother Google. I'm still for some of that I'm information. Still waiting on a three pack. Oh. oh, oh, I forgot about. It. All, right. All right. So to, when we get off the air, you grab your three pack. We're yeah. gonna give him um, Philly Blunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a black and mild. <laughs> and Same what thing. Did, and what did that gentleman call, come in for this morning and ask oh, for? Sh- uh, I have no. Oh, the Havana honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah you buy those. Come on, that's a come on, man. Yeah, you buy those at the gas station. Local Exxon gas station. Or that cheap-ass company online. Or, yeah, oh, yeah, Cigars oh, yeah. International, yeah. So um, what do you guys think about this subject about, you know, a lot of people, do you know where uh, Oma Tepe tobacco comes from? That's a I, trivia I, question. I think I do. All right. Let's try Go ahead, Bones. Where does it come from? Louisiana. No. Close. That's Perique tobacco. Ah, uh, same thing. That's all right. Go ahead. I see you thinking. Don't hurt yourself. Miami? What? <laughs> No, I thought maybe that's concrete. That's concrete weed. teppy. Did you just say Miami? I'm thinking along the lines was, of our friend. What was it again? No, Oma Tepe. Don't Google it. And he said Louisiana. Yeah, which is Perique tobacco. Perique, okay. The Perique tobacco grows in St. James Parish and on an 11 acre farm. That's it. That's the only place in the world you can get it. So your answer's got to wow. be either Dominican. Dominican Republic or Nicaragua. 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 Mort, right. What do you I'm think? What are you going with? I'm thinking Mexico. Okay, well, let me tell you, all three of you are wrong. Actually, 
two and a half of you are wrong because Barry had it in his guess. It's from Nicaragua. Between the region of Esteli and Jalapa, there's a lake in the middle of Nicaragua oh, yeah. called oh. Lake Ometepe. Kathy did tell and us in yep. the middle, there's an island that you can only reach by boat. You can't go by plane. You can't bo- go by car. And on that island, there's a volcano. And it's uh, all the soil around there is uh, volcanic ash. So the Ometepe tobacco is grown there, and it's all it's uh, filled with vo- volcanic ash. That's interesting. That's why it brings so much flavor to the table. The Hiram and Solomon cigar, the Mason cigar, is done with Ometepe tobacco, and there's a, a few others. Oh, I like that Mason cigar. Yeah, that's a good cigar. Um, that's a really good cigar. Matter of fact, we should have our Veiled Prophets coming any Ooh. day now. And since they sent me a box that was empty. That's, yeah, a, no. that's a good cigar. How does that happen? Uh, that's a theft problem. Yeah, uh, on it, the production it, that's line. Kind of what I thought too. Yeah, right? that's definitely a theft Insider, problem. Insider, inside job. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you go through all the steps that it takes for quality control, and it gets to that last boxer. You know, the the person that puts them in the wooden boxes. So how do they get the wooden boxes in there, and the box gets sealed? Somebody. Somebody can't steal it in the midst of transit. Somebody doesn't last long in that position. Yeah, especially since they're shrink wrapped. The the actual box itself is shrink wrapped. You know, more somebody don't last long in that position. They get caught. They get caught real quick. You would think one or two cigars at a time, maybe, but a whole freaking box. Yeah, and more than likely, they're able to smoke whatever they want at there anyway. Absolutely, that's true. Yeah, it's not like the dope uh, the dope uh, industry where you see these dope houses where these women that are packaging the dope are naked. Right, right, because they don't want anything going out. Yeah, they don't want to miss a lick or going in. Yeah, Uh that's true. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I wonder if they get inspected. Absolutely, Uh, I'm sure, and And I know who can provide the video. He was just standing in the doorway. Oh, goodness. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got some good video. He finds something. He'll, oh, yeah. He'll find that. Yeah, our, our our friend over there in the orange shirt, he's, he always comes up with these creative videos. Very yeah. creative, yes. Yeah, yeah like uh, finger wrestling. That, 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 I've never seen that in my that, life. That, that, no. that was a guy. The, the bicycle thing was pretty good, too. The bicycle thing was kind of boring. Well. But the, but the, 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 whole, the whole, the pit of death. Uh, the one with the hole of death that that, that you, that you if you were to enter that you'd probably disappear. Oh, that, yeah, uh, that was crazy. Yeah, and that was and because uh, we are a uh, a classy show, we're not going to talk about these videos no. in detail. No, but, but when we get our YouTube channel, it'll probably be on somebody's smartphone. No, 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 no. I don't want to get banned <laughs> for that. But uh, um, anyway, so uh, I, some news that I just found out. Uh, actually, I found out a couple of weeks ago, but I forgot about it. La Aurora, um, the cigar company La Aurora, they're in a little trouble. Oh, what happened? You guys want to know what happened? Yes, I do. I yeah. do. Okay, in Cincinnati, there's a big uh, a big hub for UPS and FedEx. So uh, La Aurora makes um, not a gas station cigar, but kind of a cheap, end, a low end cigar called the Black Lion. And uh, they uh, customs and DEA seized 24 pounds of powder cocaine that were stuffed inside of cigars. Wow, that's a good way to to uh, make revenue, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And 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 I called Nate. I said, "So Nate, I said you're in the drug business now." He said, well, "Matt, what? The, Nate McIntyre is our rep from La Ra. and I was just kidding with him, and he got pretty upset because yeah, he, sure he, he had no idea what I was talking about. And I said, he said, send me that article immediately. So I sent it to him. He was like, he didn't even know. 
Wow. So, I mean, you, I guess. How do you not know that? Well, I guess La Aurora doesn't want people to know yeah, that. Yeah, it's bad know, PR. It's a bad PR move. Definitely yeah. bad PR. Because can you imagine, with my background, can you imagine if I got some black lines and uh, our finest here at Ocean Springs came in and found 24 pounds of powder cocaine? Stuffed in a cigar. Maverick did. <laughs> <laughs> the finger was pointing already. <laughs> that's hilarious. As I, you missed it. See, and that's why we need this YouTube live uh, channel. As I'm talking, imagine his fingers slowly going up like this, pointing at you. So that's hilarious. Let me ask you guys, what do you think your favorite uh, rapper is? Is it a Connecticut rapper, a Habano rapper, Maduro rapper, San Andreas rapper? What do you think? I'm a big fan of Connecticut. I, I like the, the light to medium bodied smokes. I'll agree with Mort on that. I agree with you, Mort. Oh, wow. Huh. I, wow. Start, I started off there, but I'm more to the, leaning towards the Maduro side. Medium to heavy? Yeah. Is that what that would be? To me, more flavor. Okay. Uh, I like a nice Not necessarily. Uh, Maduro's, I mean, I've had Maduro's that are um, a little bit stronger than mild, but not maybe no, nowhere near a medium. But, you know, every pound's different. So Jeff or uh, Mort could be smoking a um, Connecticut. And, uh-oh, that was mine. My bad. So he could be smoking a Connecticut, and he could say, wow, this is – this is a little strong. And for me, I I can do a full body full. I can do a Don Pepin original in the morning and which is a full, full body stick, you know, and uh, I watched uh, somebody in the shop smoke a, a Don Pepin in the evening and he got gray and green. Oh, wow. yeah. too strong for him. We, we have to stay we away have, from that. We brand. Step back for a little bit since Stickman did not follow the studio rules. Uh-oh. He needs to get paddled. Uh, oh yeah, yes. yeah. time for that. What, ass he, what did he follow? He didn't quite. He didn't silence his phone like he tells everybody else yeah. to do. Um, brother, come yeah, on, not, man. Come that's on. a come on, man. Yeah, that's definitely a come on. So, man. so let me ask you, stick man. Last night after our broadcast, you had a young man come in for his first smoke. Yeah. How did he enjoy it? Um. Tough experience for him. Yeah, he turned a couple of shades green. Probably went home, got set. But he manned up. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm gathering. He took a shot. He yeah. took a shot. He did. He did. But I, I think that he came in here anticipating something else, like maybe to spend two or three dollars and then go stuff it with something else. Oh. Uh. And um, and and that's actually what he said when he uh, he only got through half of it and he said, "No, I'm gonna cut it and I'm gonna go do yeah. my do my own thing." And um, if you're gonna spend that kind of money, don't cut it open and put weed in it. I mean, you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. But don't ruin a good cigar. Rolling paper's a lot cheaper. Well, yeah, rolling let, let's caveat cheaper. this by saying if you're going to smoke weed, make sure that you're in a state that it's legal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. And Thanks in, for that yeah, one. thank you, our legal team. Appreciate that. Um, and in Mississippi, it is not legal. And uh, so we don't condone We that. do not condone it but, at all. But but we know, I mean, us being adults, we know that it's going to happen. And me being a former police officer, especially in Moss Point, I knew that it happened because that was a majority of my arrest, my arrest or my criminal citations, sure. you know, because back then, I don't know whether, is it the same where now it's anything under an ounce is a $1,500 citation or is it a mandatory arrest? Okay, yeah, because I mean, if we locked everybody up for uh, you know anything yeah, under yeah. an ounce, the jails would be but what people more than overcrowded. What people don't realize is, yeah, even though you go to Colorado, you, it's legal. You do it there. But you can't well, bring you it here, it, right? You can't leave not even state. bring it there, but you leave it there. You do it there, and you come back here, and your employer says, you know, it's against the rules, 
and you test positive, you're, you're screwed. You should be fired. You're at yeah. a you're job. Fired. Even though you didn't right. buy to do it here, right. even though you did it there where it's legal, it's still illegal where you're at. Right. By your employer. Okay. Also, he um he talked to us for a few minutes, that young gentleman, and um he had a promising um future ahead of him. Yeah, he's and, a he's, and he's and yeah, he's yeah. already making um um not too smart decisions. Well, uh, it's a personal, then, yeah, it's a personal I choice. I understand it that, yeah. but I mean, being an engineer and he's going to go for a job somewhere. Yeah, they're going to test him in that kind of field. Potentially, it, and it, then, if he if he goes to one of those places that does test, then he needs to make a decision. He, he either, am I going to do this or am I not going to do, do that? This? Yeah, absolutely. And he looked like a little Tiger Woods. Man. He he did. He really did. <laughs> and that's what uh, Stickman said when he saw him. Yeah, but he was a little too light skinned. And we have what's it called coming in? Um, a gentleman that we met over the. Um, festival that looks just oh, like yeah. our president. Yeah. But, oh, well, yeah. no, no, he doesn't look. He, he, he doesn't look like. Uh, no, no, not not Mr. Trump. Trump. I'm talking about one of our previous presidents. Yeah. He looks like Mr. I'm um, the first Bush. Yeah, first Bush. Yeah, and actually, he'll be in tonight. That's great. He was a real nice man. We can say his name, right? Uh, Bill Calmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill's Bill coming Combs. in, and we had a real good experience with him down at the um, the Peter Anderson Festival, and um, he sat with us at our booth for quite a while and enjoyed some cigars. Right, right. I agree. I agree. I I agree, Matt. I agree. <laughs> I agree, Maverick. And uh, somebody just bumped the table, but that was, that's okay. That was me. Oh, okay. All right. I pulled the Maverick. <sighs> Yeah. Why, why are you pointing at me? I didn't do it. I'm just doing what he was ready about to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snitches get stitches. Christ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop doing stupid shit. I'm going to get indicted by just by him. Yeah. Man, boy, I tell you, if we were a separate county, man, you you keep the county in business. You'd be <sighs> continuing getting oh. indictment paperwork. Man, he'd be on that stand all the time. Yeah. 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 Point yeah, the finger. He wouldn't say finger. anything. He would just go... <laughs> Yeah, that's all he needs to do. This is for you two, but if you can see us, I'm pointing my finger at the stick man, and that's what Bones does about me all the time. And the prosecutor would say, yeah, we know, but yeah, please know. tell us the story. <laughs> right, right. So um, so Connecticut for you. I, I do like it. Give, give me a little bit more detail. Why do you like the Connecticut? Once again, I like the the medium at the top. I'm not I'm, I'm not a, a full-body smoker. I'm I'm just not a big fan of the the – the punch drunk is what I call it. I, I don't like to have that lightheaded feel uh, smoking a heavy cigar. Okay. That, that's just my, that, uh, you know, like you said, it's a personal preference. It is. It is. And, and every pound's different. When I'm, when I'm drinking a, a strong bourbon, you know, surprisingly, uh, and Jonathan Misano told us this, if you're drinking a very strong bourbon, a, a heavy, hard hitting, uh, big proof bourbon, a Blanton's or a Jefferson Ocean. Yeah, or, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, one that's like over 100 proof. The stronger the cigar, the better the flavor of that bourbon, which, you know, kind you would of think defies the, the logic. Right, right. Yes. You would think the opposite. You would you think would, a lighter cigar, it would bring, would it would balance it. Yeah, it yeah. Would balance but it, it doesn't do that. Right, and it's, right. it, it really it blows my mind because that's the only time where I'll ever go for a, a medium to, to heavy like uh, Bones does. I, I'm just not a big fan of it just for relaxing. Right. He likes his spiciest tamales. I, I like I, look, I'm telling you, those tamales last night, they were spicy. Tamale Shack, <laughs> were, Tamale Shack, Gulfport, Mississippi. Yeah. Tell Wendy that we, we sent call you. Them. We should call them. Hey, you got you. We're on daytime now. Yeah, we're on daytime. We sure can. Let me. I'll, we'll yeah, have we'll our production it. crew uh, yeah. uh, come Pull up with a number. number. Yeah. So, all right, uh, we'll go to you, Maverick. What tobacco? I mean, what uh, rapper do you like? I like what Mort likes, but I'm going to give you and you tell me some more about it since I'm. Um, newly getting educated into this, I like the 
number lot number twenty three from Paternal. Okay. That's one of smoke. that's one of my favorites. That is a good smoke. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I like how that flows and everything about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's I I wish it was a longer stick. Well, they, you know, it lasted a little longer, but I enjoy it just the same. They can, I mean, they have them. They don't just have them in the Gordito. They have them in the Toro size. So. I, I like them too, but I'm just for whatever reason, my favorite one is lot number twenty three, and I also like the nubs that we carry here. You know, they're um um like a cappuccino one or a or a um, espresso blend. They're, uh-huh. they're they're I like. Why them do you like them? Why do you like those? They just they taste all around. They smell nice. The taste is good. They go down. You know, they they come into your system nice and smooth. Great with a I, cup of coffee. Absolutely. I, you really enjoy it. And I, I, I really tend to start leaning towards them more and more. Right. Now, that that Perdomo Lot 23, that's an Esteli. It's from Esteli, Nicaragua. Of course, that's where Perdomo. Matter of fact, we're going down there in January. We're taking the Perdomo tour, all of us. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, that trip. And for those of you out there that are listening to the show, if you have the opportunity, get with your local cigar retailer or your local cigar shop. And because what what Perdomo does, and I love what, what Nick does, he allows up to five people to go with the shop owner. And you pay $495 for the trip. You pay for your airfare and $100 one-night hotel stay, which is uh, the first night when you land in Managua. And you stay the night there. And they tell you, don't leave don't leave the hotel because that's not the nicest place. And they pick you up in the morning and they take you up to Esteli and you stay there four days and you tour everything about uh, Perdomo cigars. You tour the plantation, you tour the fermentation area, you the rolling area, and you learn so much about the, the cigar industry. And it's not just about Perdomo cigars. It's basically, you know, how the cigar develops. I'll give you a trivia. I'll give you guys a trivia question. I think we've already talked about this, but uh, how many people touch a cigar before it goes into your mouth? Anybody want to take a guess? 50. Okay. 200. Okay. 300. Okay. No. Bones is actually right. 200 people on average touch your cigar before it goes into your mouth. I should have said I agree with Bones because I actually won that trivia when you, when you said it on one of your, um, one of the nights uh, yeah. when we had an event. Here. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And the 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 unique thing about that's that is people. That's a ton of people. I and mean, can you imagine somebody that's OCD? Oof. You know, and then they find out that over two hundred people touch a cigar before it goes in your mouth. That's crazy. And a lot of them are family. Yeah, they're all yeah. related. Yeah, I agree. I I, I agree. Bones. Man, what's the no, deal with all the of us agreeing? There's a lot yeah. of agreeing. Yeah. Well, right. this is this is an on-the-spot broadcast, so we didn't have the time to prepare. And right. Well, I, you know, and I don't mind doing shows like this when we're just right off the cuff. And nor, I mean, and normally, let me pref, let me really influence the fact that when we do a show, it's never pre-planned. It's never we we don't ever pre-prepare for it. I mean, the day before, I send you guys out because you guys have jobs i don't i sit around a cigar shop smoke drink and talk to cool people all day and um so i send you guys the link of what we're going to be talking about so you may have an opportunity to kind of review some of the things or some talking points but we don't ever educate our guests we don't ever uh send them questions that we're going to ask them and that's what i love about the show absolutely you know our rapid fire is usually what we 
what we pick. That's yeah. We we do research on our own rapid fires. Yeah, and I and we may change the platform. Maybe we start with the cigar topic first, and then hour number two. That's when we can handle our phone calls and 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 talk about the things that we've talked about the first hour of the we, show. We can try anything. This is a learning experience for all of us. I agree. This, I, and this it's, is good to good to play around with it and tweak it and turn it inside out, upside down, whatever we have to do to, um, for our listeners. Right. Our supporters. Supporters, yeah. Our supporters. Our supporters. And, and well, and your and, and our fans. And, and, and some Mavericks. fans. Yeah, fans. My fans. Right. We're willing to try anything <laughs> once. Right. I mean, you know, and. Really? Right, so, Bones. Like Foxfire. Or yeah. whatever the hell that Oh, was. yeah. We will Firefox. 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 Yeah. Well, Firefox. Never use that again. Oh, do the. Do the button thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let me see if I can remember what button it is. I think it's this one. Firefox. <laughs> yeah. I, boy, I'll never use that browser. We'll, yeah, we'll never use that browser again, you know, because we went dead air. We went off the air for about a minute and 15 seconds last night. It seemed night. like a lifetime. Hell, yeah. My sister said she was listening. Next week, we went dead, and next thing she knows, she's waking up in the morning. She fell asleep as soon as we went off the air. Uh-oh. <laughs> Does that mean that we're that boring? No, it's when we went dead air. We lulled her to sleep. Yeah, we lulled her to sleep. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so anyway, Bones, what kind yeah. of rapper do you like? I'll smoke. Just I'll try anything once, just to try it. I'm like Maverick. I like the Lot Twenty Three. I like a a lighter smoke sometimes, but I, I lean towards the Maduro. Okay. All much. right. I'll give you another uh, a trivia question. Oh, wait a minute. Did, oh. Didn't at one time somebody say to really start the day off light and then eventually? Yeah, work, I, th- work, I, work, I work, think Gabby work, said work that. I think Gabby said that, and so did uh, uh, Oscar Rodriguez. And uh, but the one thing that I, I don't necessarily, I, and I and I'm going to pick on what Mort said. Mort said I, I think that it depends on your palate. Okay, because I'll start with a really, really sometimes if I'm in that kind of mood, I'll start with a heavy cigar in the morning and with a really, really dark uh, espresso coffee. Um, And then there's some mornings that uh, I don't want to do that. And I'll start with a really, really light cigar and with a, you know, kind of a medium rich uh, type of blend of coffee. But I would really suggest um, if you have the opportunity in the morning, I mean, I, I know Bones and, and Mort, where you guys work, you can't smoke. But um, in the morning, if you have the opportunity to light a cigar up with your coffee, try it because it's, it's, it pairs beautifully. Do it on it, the weekend. It, it, on the weekend. it really does. The weather's beautiful now down here. To do it on the, outside on the deck on the weekend. I know you drink coffee. Beautiful. Yeah, I know you don't. I'm not coffee. a coffee drinker. But we we're gonna teach you to drink coffee. I don't think that's gonna be possible. But the weird sure, thing about it is, possible. yeah, you love the smell of I it. I do love the smell. The taste. Nobody says you can't drink a bourbon. Like, yeah, but you know what? Room. You have to um, acquire, it's an acquired taste, just like the bourbons you enjoy. I mean, it took you a while to get I'm, to certain I'm sure bourbons. It is. I'm sure it is. And um, it took me a long time. I'm, I'm and sure it is. whether you mix it with cream or sugar or Splenda or Equal or whatever it is, you make it to a point to say this is pretty good. I'm I'm not gonna knock it, but I, I'm just I've gone this long without getting yeah, up but you know getting what up at 4 o'clock in the morning 55 years I, you know, I, yeah but I, you know what closed minds sometimes you know, drink, on certain things I drink dark could be dangerous very dark tea uh, a hot you, tea what? if you like tea you like coffee wait a minute wait a minute you drink tea yeah I do too I grew up in Europe I'm going so with I'm, it yeah I'm a, I'm, I'm a tea drinker uh, I drink hot Leptin. tea Leptin no I, <laughs> <laughs> 
Arnold Palmer. A nice little um, 2% milk in there. No, nah, that's, that's who sugars. Tea, dummy. Hey, have you ever had Turkish tea, tea, man? Have you ever had tea that's a uh, Turkish tea? It's a very dark, uh, comes in a little glass, uh, probably four ounces tops. And you put a couple of cubes of sugar into it, and uh, you stir it up, and you drink it. And it's heavy caffeinated. It's that's that's what I like. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to knock it because right. I think I've tried. I tried the English breakfast tea. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, I, that's, English. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tap that one a few times. <laughs> Hello, chop. I can't. I can't. How talk. are you, mate? That's a different, no, that's that's, that's, uh, that's Australia. You, you dummy. <laughs> is there is there tea from there though? Australian tea. They, they uh, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. they because yeah. they they started. It's it was a British colony. Yeah, it was a Br- British colony. So yeah. Um, but uh, so bones. Let me ask you a question. Do you favor Maduro over Connecticut? Do you favor Connecticut over Maduro? What do, you know? One of the thing. One of the cigars that I know you like are Caffies at the um, Maduro, the San Andreas Maduro. Oh, that's a good smoke. And, uh, you know, because you get that smoky richness from that Mexican uh, San Andreas wrapper. And uh, that, one of my, I would say my favorite would probably be a dark Maduro. That San Andreas Maduro, um, I love that richness. I love the, the smokiness that you get from it, no pun intended. But uh, I, I don't know. But I, I just think that uh, every palate is different. And I think you grow as you uh, get more established in your uh, in and you your smoke more, smoke. right? You know, you're smoking different blends, and we have to give kudos to, um, if you don't mind, other ash holes to Stickman for introducing us to um, Dr. Caffey and um, introducing us to his blends. By the way, those humidors are on the way. Oh, uh, man. I can't wait to see. Ooh, I, I'll actually take a picture of that's, mine. That's, yeah. that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to have mine Those are nice. put right on the coffee table in front of Joe's spot. You got one? Yeah. Did you pay for it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you ordered me one. Did he have his name put on it? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I, okay, I don't so know. the first one to pay for it will get it. No, Jeff gets the first no. one. Well, I get the second. Yeah. yeah. Well, I whoever, ordered the second. Whoever paid without for a doubt. It. No. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, <laughs> the, the guy in the orange shirt's got one coming too, don't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I oh, always yeah. I try to always take care of him because he's Yeah, he's, he's number really one number one Uno, number one. Yeah. He's just sitting back. <laughs> oh really? That could have been okay. on YouTube. <laughs> uh, all right. That's okay. That's right. Uh maybe I'll lose his Also, name. like I said, we had to say, you know, thanks to Dr. Kathy, because his blends are great, and we all enjoy yeah, that. I so think we all do, yeah. Whether whatever our palates are different from one another or not, we all enjoy that. Survival. Absolutely, but do, we've met yes. a lot of good people down here. Man, we really Island, did. You know, Island, in the last year, we've uh, you know we've Island had a Jim lot McCaffey, of interest. Yeah, um, Island Jim, he looked like a long-haired Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> did. He's got more money than him, but yeah, um, he was he was a real he was a real cool guy. Uh, look, everybody you, we experienced that came into your shop for events were very humble. I agree. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Yeah. There was no. one that wasn't the guy that looks like the troll from uh, um, Lord Shrek? of the Rings. Um, okay. What's his name? Uh, you, don't uh, to, you don't want to mention his name. Yeah. No. 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 Did, the, did I meet him? Uh, I don't know. I think he did a little picture with me and one of the doctors. Yeah. You know, you had no. He's not a doctor. On. He's really, really short. He's, oh, yeah, he's the yeah. guy that I wanted to punch in the throat when we went to IPCPR. Really? The guy from Big Country Cigars. I won't mention his name as much as I want to, but oh, more I thought everybody that came in so far I experienced was very cool. No, you you actually had a, a a big altercation with with one of your reps at one time too. 
Uh, he came in here a couple of weeks ago, and you guys kind of made up a little bit, and he gave us some free cigars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because, yeah, Ger- matter of fact, he gave the samples that I, when we were at IPCPR, he gave Gerard the, uh, the cigars because he called me an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, look, I mean, the problem is the cigar business, unfortunately, is is synonymous with used car salesmen because what these reps do is they come in and all they care about is how many cigars that they can sell the shop owner and they'll over promise and under deliver. And when he came in the first, now the syndicato is a good cigar. Um, It's a company out of Tampa. They've been in business about three years. And his promise to me was, Matt, you buy this much. We'll get, we'll send you 15 lighters and 15 license plates. And when the order came in, it was twice as much as what it should have been. And there was only five lighters and three license plates. And then when I called him on it, he said he never said that. I got a problem with that. Yeah, I got yeah a problem you should that. have a problem. Because I'm writing things down. Yeah, see, no, yeah. he knows that in his head. That's the thing he knows in his head about cigars and what they promise. Well, you know, in sales guys, uh, you, they have the, they have swag. They They have that swag that they can give out. So... He probably had some. He gave it out somewhere Or he overpromised and had to give it to somebody else. Right. right. Or he went into a new shop and they spent more money. So they he get. And, you know, that's another thing. The cigar business is all about money. And if I had the money that some of the other cigars or one of the other cigar shops here locally had, uh, we'd be floating in inventory. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I like the fact that I'm budgeted because – we don't have an overstock. We don't have a ton of stuff. And it really makes the customer service attitude of mine because if we don't have good customer service, we're not going to have clients that come in. We're not going to be able to justify the inventory that we have, and therefore we go out of business. Well, in, in the, the fact that your humidor is the, the size that it is, you see the inventory change. So you, right, see, right. you see newer blends or newer, uh, newer names come in. Right. Whereas the bigger ones, they they've got to get rid of the inventory that they've purchased a lot of. Right. So they're they're and the people are, like what we have. Yeah, the sticks yeah. are gonna sit. They're gonna sit on the shelves for a lot longer. Right. right. Here they just they rotate out. Quickly. The average box turn for a, a a normal cigar shop is anywhere from 140 to 180 days. Wow. Our my box turn is 47 days. Yeah. And yeah. that that's phenomenal. So that's when you come here, you're getting a fresh stick. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of people say, no, Matt, that's not the way to go. They should be aged and aged and aged. Like, I, I know a guy that's got a humidor. And, you okay over there? Yeah, I just wanted to call for a second. Okay. And I'm going to do it in the microphone. Well, why not? Oh, it's a little rude. Oh, okay. Because you would have called him out on it. I would have. Yeah. Or that. Or that. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the guys that I know, he's got a humidor, and some of his cigars are pre-Katrina. Wow. You know, now look, there's, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with having a steep cigar, right? Not steep, S-T-E-E-P-E-D, steeped. Uh, something that's sat in there for a while. That, something that's aged. Right. But the problem with that is how you, hum- oh, thank you. I almost ashed the studio. Ow, that hurt. The, yeah. Thank you. Don't do that um, because it makes noise in our thing. But I, I don't even want to know what that looks like. One of you guys look at that and see what it is, uh, unless he send it to me. But um, there's no problem with having an aged cigar. But it, what happens is if you don't humidify it correctly, then where are you going? You get mold, you get mildew, you get all kinds of weird things that happen to your cigars. That's 
that's what happens if you have a bad humidor. Okay. I gather that it's funny that he. I what he I, I'm not sure if I want to hit the play button. No, do, no, 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 no. Don't. Do no, not. Do I, not. I, actually, I'm looking over your shoulder and I. No. Uh, no. Yeah. No. I don't wear. What the hell? Oh my gosh. Um, where does he find these videos? I, I, I don't even. Okay. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with having an aged cigar, but the problem is if you don't humidify it correctly or if you don't keep it correctly. And a, a lot of feedback that I get from that shop is that they're drier than 10-day-old or 10-year-old hay. Yeah. Well, you know. Or Kathy's last year turkey. Oh, yeah. That Ooh. was a pretty bad one. Mm -hmm. Well, it was that dry. I said to her, um, she said, how was it? I said, there's some deserts that aren't this dry. Wow. <laughs> Suck the spit you know, out of my mouth. Feelings, if, you can, if you can do, um, um, like we had the YouTube video, you can see what I was doing. I was going like this. Yeah. Oh, my, oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's pretty, that's that's the reason why we shouldn't <laughs> do YouTube. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a funny that thing, but it was, it was rough. And um, this year she said she's going to do better. So go over with one of those Cajun injector systems that they've got and and hit that bird tune up. it up a little bit yeah. yeah it needs to be tuned up a little bit but this year um it's, it's going to be better um thanksgiving is going to be great this year i hope it is for all of our listeners Thanksgiving's and, always great always always oh, yeah always. it's always nice especially nice when you be, got family yeah family friends you yep. know people close yep. to you that you love it's going to be a good thing you know next year what we what i i, I don't want to jump the subject but because uh, um i want to make sure excuse me i want to make sure that people know that there's there again, let me solidify that there is nothing wrong with a cigar that's been in a humidor ten, twelve, fifteen years. It just needs to be make you know you need maintained. to make sure that it's maintained correctly, because if not, you're going to have a miserable experience. And uh, you don't want that. No, you no, don't want to have a miserable no. experience. But um, uh, you know, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and uh, one of one of the things that uh, I uh, I want to do maybe next year is maybe we go downtown, do a live broadcast, live YouTube broadcast, and uh, maybe some of our supporters can, uh, whatever uh, finances that we have, Bones, maybe we could uh, do a Thanksgiving dinner for some of the homeless down in Ocean Springs. That would be, that would be really or special. Or partner with somebody that's, that's uh, already doing It'll help it. us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be yeah. nice, and we could do a joint venture there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, to give back, because Absolutely. one of the things that I'm extremely thankful for is this opportunity. I mean, and a lot of people don't realize that this is my life. And as a convicted felon, you don't get these opportunities. No, you don't. Very much. You're, and, you're blackballed, uh, per se, if that's correct terminology, from a lot of different things in life. That's a racist statement. You, you can't say no. that anymore. You can't, yeah. you can't say that? No, you're going to offend people. Can you say whiteballed? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. All right. Well, um, you've been whiteballed. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine uh, wow. uh, big ball cycle? Oh, oh, we need to be careful. So, but anyway, um, I think that would be a good idea to do that next year. And uh, I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Yeah, to to like be able that. to give back. Sure. And because uh, that's what Thanksgiving's here. all about. We live here. About we being want. Thankful we want our people, the the people that we interact with every day, to know that we live here in the community and that we care about them. Yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. We, we definitely want to support the community as long as uh, our mayor decides to keep making good decisions like he did last night and put the flag back up. Yes, that and, was finally uh, a good decision. Right, right. So when <laughs> let's take a commercial break. <laughs> 
Okay. You no, guys want to do that? We'll take a commercial break. We'll leave the light on. And we'll leave the light on for you. Matter of fact, uh, that we will do. All right, folks, you're listening to Smoking Aces Live with the Ashtoles in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. This is a bonus, bonus. episode. Uh, bonus episode. Bonus episode, episode uh, before Thanksgiving. We hope you're enjoying it. And uh, we'll be right back. Hi, Tom Bodet. Motel 6's new improved website lets you book a room and save more for what you travel for faster than ever. Even faster than you can find your keys, which you swore were right on the little hooky thing by the garage door where they always are, and we can land a robot on a comet, but we can't keep keys from disappearing. Oh, here they are. Left them in my jacket. Don't you hate that? I'm Tom Bodet for the new improved Motel6.com, and we'll leave the light on for you. Look at that mouth. That poor, parched mouth. So dry. What'd you eat for lunch? Chalk dust? Did your face storm a sandcastle? Did your mouth cannonball into a barrel of mothballs? You're being awfully quiet. Is that because your mouth feels like the business end of a Dremel saw? Is it because your mouth just wrote a haiku and all 17 syllables were dry heaves? Do you even listen to your mouth? Because right now your mouth thinks its biological parents are a half sheet of 80 grit sandpaper and a box of fish food. You're so parched. You know it. I know it. The entire radio knows it. Just admit it. You want a Mountain Dew. Your mouth feels like it just inhaled the insides of a punching bag, and the only remedy is that neon green potion. Right now, your mouth could be tongue-bathing in the refreshing citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Instead, it feels like you've been motorboating King Tut's sarcophagus. What was that? Was that your parched mouth crying for help, or a porcupine making whoopee with a cardboard box? Wrong. It's your mouth. Show some mercy. Crack open a nice cold Mountain Dew. Ah. You know your mouth wants you to. Do the deal. Hi, Gary Korb here, and my fan mail question comes from Bill Dunlap in Selma, Alabama. He writes, On a couple of occasions, I've gotten nauseous from smoking a cigar, and at one time, I almost lost my lunch. Now, how does this happen, and what can I do to avoid it if it happens again? Well, that nausea you get from smoking a cigar is a mild form of nicotine poisoning, which in the worst cases can be fatal. But don't worry, Bill, I've never met anybody who died as a result of smoking a cigar. And besides, you're in good company because some of the leading cigar makers I've met over the years have told me that they've had this experience, and I can relate to it too. Now, most cigar smokers who get this nausea get it either from their first cigar or from very strong cigars thing is sometimes that first cigar is also too strong so my first rule of thumb is if you're new to cigars start with a mild one now before I get into how to avoid nicotine nausea let's talk about nicotine levels in cigars the estimated low limit of a lethal dose of nicotine has been reported as between 500 and 1000 milligrams but on average cigars have somewhere between 100 to 200 milligrams and that's compared to the average 10 milligrams in a cigarette now, keep in mind that these numbers vary depending on which study you read, and the vast majority of cigar smokers don't inhale, which considerably limits the amount of nicotine that gets into your system. The amount of nicotine is also dependent on the different types of leaves used in the blend, including how long they've been aged, so the numbers are all over the place, and in addition to nausea, other side effects of high nicotine levels include things like nervousness, headache, dizziness, and increased blood pressure. So to answer your question now, the best ways to avoid cigar nicotine overload are don't inhale. Smokers who have either given up cigarettes for cigars or still have the occasional ciggy tend to do this and it's not good. Now, 
smoke mild cigars. Stay away from cigars made with a lot of Lijero, which is the strongest tobacco used in blending. Believe me, there are plenty of really flavorful mild to medium bottom cigars that are out there for you to enjoy. Number three, don't puff continuously on your cigar like this because the more smoke that's absorbed into your mouth tissues, the more nicotine is going to get into your system. Four, don't hold the cigar clenched between your teeth for too long since even the smoke that gets up into your nostrils will work its way up into your bloodstream. Five, don't chew on your cigar. It can get pretty juicy, so unless you carry a spittoon with you, meh. Now, six, avoid too much alcohol with very full-bodied cigars, especially on an empty stomach. If you plan on drinking at least a couple of, you know, uh, scotches, bourbons, whiskeys, tequilas, whatever, with your cigar, do it after a full meal. And as for getting a handle on cigar nausea, once you begin to feel nauseous, put the cigar down and just let it rest. It's common sense. Chances are you'll catch it in time and you should feel better in a few minutes. Now, in addition to that, the most popular so-called cure for cigar nausea is to take a teaspoon of sugar. If you're diabetic, a sugar-free sweetener may suffice, but you better consult your doctor about that. Now, also, drink plenty of water. And if you're able to, find a place to lie down, especially if you also begin to feel dizzy or lightheaded. Of course, everybody responds to nicotine in different ways. So as you would do with drinking alcoholic beverages, know you're a limit. Now, I hope you found this helpful, and thanks for watching. Welcome back to Smoking Aces Live. I am Stickman, and I am joined with my fellow assholes, Mort, Bones, and Maverick. Guys, you know, I think I think it's time to really, really start picking up the pace with the show. What do you think? Absolutely. We've got to sp- spice it up a little bit and get a little um, little faster, I guess, hey, per se. Who, who sang that song in the intro? Uh, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, we we just heard last uh, this past week. Oh yeah, we, we lost uh, Malcolm, one of the yeah. founding members. Yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm yeah. greatest guitarist, guitarist ever. Guitarist. Yeah. And uh, David Cassidy died last night. Yep. Yep. We uh, had a lot of deaths. Some, 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 can, you, can you say is one's good and one two are sad? I mean, is it good that Charles Manson died? Well, it's Absolutely. good for the taxpayers. Yeah, yeah. but it's you know. It's, it's somebody's it's sad for it, but not necessarily us. But it is sad that David Cassidy died. It is sad that Malcolm Young died. Right. And um, was it was it was it Della somebody too died? Della Reese. Della Reese. They she passed on too. Who? She, Della, Della Reese. Reese. Who the hell is Della Reese? A few, few stars that passed away this last year. Oh, she's <laughs> okay. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, uh, what was he? What was Joe saying? That he, he shot herself in the foot. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, that lady in that movie in Harlem Nights. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Eddie Murphy yeah, shot her big toe. Yeah. Yes. That's a shame because she, she was she was She good. was cool. Yeah, she was she cool. Was really cool. Okay. She was very funny. One of our friends of the, of the show, 102.3, mm-hmm. this morning at work, every, about, I think, four out of six songs, they played parts of Tranley, David Cassidy, all morning long. 
Now, he I died of dementia. Dementia. Yes. dementia Very young. That's Alzheimer's, right? Yes. 67. A form of it. form of it, yes. Yes, 67 years old. I heard that's a terrible disease. That's a terrible. I've, I've seen it. I've you're, seen it personally. You're, you're, that's the only thing that scares you've me. You've got a family member going through that. Yeah, I had a grandmother that, yeah. that died. So did from, I. Yeah. And, um, at and, some point, they don't even know who you are. Is that no, right? She actually yeah. held on for like eight years. Wow. And she had no clue that uh, who was visiting her. She, But she... She just lost all of her faculties. That's all. She's, sad, sad. That is at my grandmother. She uh, seven months. Yeah. And uh, by month three, she didn't even know who my dad was, and that's his mom. Right, right. And that that's got to be tough to go through. So, you know, our prayers go out to the Cassidy family for sure. that. For and sure. all who passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so much Charles Manson. No, no, no. I, no. You know, I didn't have to say his name. You knew that's how I felt. But the, I mean. the problem with Manson is everybody deemed him a serial killer, but he didn't kill anybody. No. He never, never touched convi- anybody. Never convicted of, any, of it anyway. We don't know if he's ever killed anybody oh, or true, not. True. But he was never convicted in that crime spree that they were on of any murder and you know i don't understand why they sensationalized that um and he got uh, you know uh, i mean he deserved all the time that he got but why they sensationalized him so much when i think when they they only killed seven people or one person is enough but seven people i mean it's yeah, you know, it's tragic, at the time, at the time, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was very, it was very big. Yeah, we and got, how they did it. We got these dirt bags now that you know can take an automatic weapon and, and take out 20, 50 20, people. Yeah, in I mean, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, easy. Remember that was till um, the famous OJ trial. That was the biggest trial in American history. Was the Manson trial? Manson trial, the longest, lots and biggest. Of, lots of movies, lots of shows. Yeah, about that. books, everything. Yeah. I mean, songs. Songs, yeah. Beatles. You know, he was Beatles, he yeah. was um he was a songwriter himself, and it was actually um. Helter Skelter was the song, right? Yeah, from the yeah. Beatles, yeah. yeah. But um, somebody actually, I think, not necessarily promoted, but did some songs that he made that he wrote. Who Manson? Yes. Uh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, he was an avid um, guitar player and. He had a lot of time to practice. Remember, he was in there, I think, at this stint. This stint was 49 years he was in jail. But he was 83 years old, and he was in jail for 63 years of his life. But see, you know, here's the thing with that. How'd you like when to you, do that time? No, uh, four years was enough. Yeah. Four years, literally, my release day, I w- if I wasn't getting out, you guys probably wouldn't see me. And uh, I hate to wow. say that. I watched 37 Suicides. And that's uh, terrible over four years. And, you know, you have these guys that hang themselves. Well, I don't know if I had that hairdo. I may. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I may. Oh. I may have hung it up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe next week we'll do a throwback Tuesday and I'll put the I'll I'll post that up on our, our web. <laughs> Could you imagine being a member of that uh, of his parole boards? Because you know he went up for parole. Yeah, but see, you know, parole boards are a joke because they already have their decision. I, I, that's what I'm saying. These already guys made. already know that that he's never going to get out. So why even bother? Right. Right. But they have. I they got to go through. They got to go through, through the process. Yeah, exactly. they got to go through the BS process, and that's what it is BS because somebody like that's never getting out of his caliber or anybody like that. They, yeah. they, they just got to go through the legal jargon and go through it. So how did one of one of his followers got out? Didn't she? Um. I believe yeah. it was Squeak, was it Squeaky? Squeaky or something um, like that. Squeaky from? Uh, yeah, yeah, one yeah, other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one uh, Linda person. Kasabian. Linda Kasabian. Yeah. Linda Kasabian. Yeah, Kasabian. She was she was released. She, yeah, did, they did she the did, killings. Yeah, they did the killings and she got out. 
Right, right. Who's to say with all the shit he did do, he didn't actually kill somebody? I mean, not, absolutely not in the Tate House or anything, but he in did the something Blanca House. Right. Yeah, he did something somewhere along the lines. Right. Yeah, he was um, he was a real um, um, devil infused super being or something like that. He was he was a real animal. All right. Well, we're coming up on hour number two, and I, wow. we're going to uh, flip-flop on things. We're going to start our rapid-fire session, Ooh. and then that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the things that light our ash on fire. And, uh, okay, well. That's um, on the chief. Okay. Well, you need to tell him he needs to be here tonight, and that needs to be taken care of tonight. End of story. Well, that's between you and him. Okay, well, then I'll call him. Okay. Okay. All right. So the the, um, the issue with, uh, with, with, um, what were we just talking about? Rapid fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, the rapid fire. So the rapid fire, what we do is we talk about things that light our ash on fire and uh, things. And that's a unique thing about having a cigar show because you can talk about anything with a great stick in your hand. And uh, so we talk about politics. We talk about social issues. We talk about... Um, current events current events and stuff like that we're going to take a commercial break and i think how we'll start the rapid fire session now uh we have somebody in the studio that has a huge announcement coming up december 1st and uh maybe we'll start it out with him what do you think that sounds good that works all right cool guys you're listening to smoking aces live i am Stickman. you're joined with the other assholes from ocean springs we're going to take a commercial break we'll be right back don't touch that dial And now it's time for another Cigar 101. Cigar Etiquette. There is a ton of information out there on proper cigar etiquette. Quite frankly, most of it's ridiculous. This is America. You paid for the cigar, do whatever you like. Within reason, that is. We've all heard the same nagging arguments. Remove the band. Don't remove the band. Don't bite the cap. Never light a cigar that's two-thirds smoked. Wait at least 15 minutes between cigars. Only use a butane lighter. Don't dunk your cigar in whiskey or cognac. Who really cares? Unless you're trying to impress someone, that's one thing. But truthfully, anything goes. You don't let people tell you how to eat your sandwich cookies, do you? When lighting a cigar, use a lighter. Use matches. Use an unscented candle. Use whatever gets the job done. As long as it's no harm to you or others, it's a perfectly acceptable method. The same rules apply for cutting a cigar. The standard family of cutters work great, but in a pinch, there are a plethora of other options. Biting. A pocket knife. I've even seen a guy use a ballpoint pen, though I wouldn't recommend it. Some methods may be messier than others, but as long as you cut above the shoulder to prevent the cigar from unraveling, the end result is still the same. And if you like to dip your cigars in whiskey or cognac, who am I to tell you that's wrong? If you like the taste, dunk away, my friend. Don't get me wrong, I don't encourage blowing smoke in people's faces, breaking laws, or anything similar of the sort. But if you're within the realm of reason, throw out the pompous rules of etiquette and do what you like. Cigars are for enjoyment, so stop worrying about whether you're doing it right and just enjoy your cigars. KFC presents a Halloween tale. It came from the dark. It began like any other evening. They were hungry. Innocently, they went to KFC, where they discovered the new KFC dark meat menu. Look at all those low prices! 
Have you ever seen chicken price this low? Yes, dark, delicious pieces of KFC legs and thighs. Flavors like original recipe, extra crispy, and even tender roast. All at low, low prices. Look at all those pieces! It's KFC's dark meat menu. Whatever you do, don't eat it alone. <laughs> I am Stickman, and we are joined by the other, actually only two of the three, because we have somebody special in the studio, and he has a tremendous announcement, especially for all of you in the Gulf Coast area that need a car, and he's a good friend of mine. His name is Smoking Joe He's Moore, a friend of the shows. And he's a friend of the shows. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. What's happening, guys? Thanks, thanks, thanks. How you feeling? Man, if it got any better, I'd scream. Good, good. So tell us what this big announcement is December 1st. Well, it's just uh, I work for a new company called Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Uh, they've got two existing stores in Gulfport, and they're opening a new, exciting Brand new store in Diaverville, Mississippi on December 1st, just nine days away, and uh, we're real excited. Okay, I'm excited. And, you know, I know what what sets you apart from the typical used car, you you know, uh, uh, prolific, prolific tour. That's only five. Um, so tell us what sets you apart from uh, what, what everybody else does, because that's what I love about you, because you're just... You're awesome in my book. Well, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, the reality is, is that it's a simple formula. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. And over the years, I've found that that's exactly what they want. They want to be straight shot, do what you can for them, put it out there, and let them make a decision. Right, right. And the quality of cars that you guys have, it goes through such an extensive process before it even gets on the tarmac for for retail, right? Absolutely. Tell I mean, us a little bit about that. Everything we're going to be selling over here in Diaberville is a 2011, 12, and newer, and everything under 100,000 miles. Most of them are still under manufacturer warranty. These guys have been in business now almost 10 years, and uh, and they're also homegrown. These guys are Diaberville boys. Nice. Right, right. And it's Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. And um, one of the things, now me being, for, you know, you and I both know that I was in the car business before I became a cop. So I can relate a little bit more. And one of the things that a lot of people relate used car stores with is um, dirt lot financing. And what I mean by that is these uh, companies that are fly by night, they want to charge 20, 22, 24% interest. But you guys don't do that. No, well, honestly, we have uh, interest rates that start as, as, as low as 0.9 up until 16, 18, depending on the 
the type of credit we're dealing with. Right. But the unique thing about you guys is, I mean, you have major lending institutions, Keesler Finance, you know, Keesler Credit Union, stuff like that. Yes, sir. And um, what kind of criteria does somebody need? If one of our listeners is listening right now and they want to come see you, what do they need to be ready? Great questions here, Matt, or stick man, forgive me. The reality is, yeah, you need, it would be, we'd appreciate it if you had a job or a source of income <laughs> and proof of it. <laughs> and maybe, maybe you can pull a license out of the air here or there. That, no, appreciate that's, that that's also, a requirement. But, yeah, there you go. But the reality is, is, is uh, license, uh, proof of income. And uh, now proof of income doesn't mean a note from your dad. That's correct. Let's not get the letter from mom saying, yes, he's a good boy. Yeah. So we need, we need paycheck stub. We need proof of insurance or, or actually don't you guys work directly with insurance companies? They'll come to you and write the policy right there. Absolutely. You can get insurance in 10 minutes or less at any of our locations, but especially where I'm at. Of course, I'm blowing that smoke today. We're looking at the Iberville, December 1st, Mississippi coast auto brokers, smoking Joe, Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Reminds me of old Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Nature <laughs> boy Ric Flair. <laughs> well, uh, anything else you want to say, Joe? No, guys, I just really appreciate you inviting me on the show. You guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Well, I appreciate it. Joe, thank you so much for joining us here in the studio, and we look forward to having you again. All right, what well, guys? Well, that's that pretty damn. Awesome. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah, when you see a new business coming into a to an area, that that that's that's income. That's that's jobs for people. And especially this guy, he he's genuine. I, I'm, oh, without a doubt, one of the nicest guys. You, you you we talk to him all the time in here, right? Right, right, yeah. right. One so. of the nicest guys that I know, and I'm I'm honored to be able to call him a friend. And uh, just so happens that it's Maverick's brother. So Maverick, what do you think? Are okay. you happy with the decision that he made? This Absolutely, I think it was a good move for him, for the family, meaning me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to be um, part-time employee there too, which is nice. I mean, um, one of his deals was I need my brother needs a job, and they said we want him here, and well, it's a good it's a good thing. Well, you have a job. Yeah, well, I like to have more than one. I oh, like to have more than one job. You know, see, you're an anomaly because a lot of people in this uh, country don't like to work. Would rather not have and, a job. And, and if you're disabled, they really don't want to work because they use that as a crutch, and I don't use my disability as a crutch. Are we talking about wheelchair? Never mind. No, he don't. Um, he don't. He don't work. Yeah, and he plays pool and. But he does know about cigars. Yes, and playing pool. Yeah. I, I'm going to need to check that out for myself. Are you absolutely sure that he beat Black Widow? Yes. You saw it? i seen it. With your own eyes? Yes, i seen it. Not on, on a YouTube see, video? No, no, i seen it on video, but i seen an autographed copy from her and him standing one next to each other uh-huh. with her stating that I was beaten by Josh. Was he in the wheelchair at the time? No. No, he, okay. he doesn't need that wheelchair. He can walk. But he walks like uh, Clyde from the every which way you can every movie. which way you yeah. can movie. Yeah, yeah. He walks yeah you like told Clyde. us this. Like, I, I yeah, but didn't his mama nick nickname his, his mother nicknamed him that, and I verified that from her after he gave me the phone number to his mother, mm-hmm. and I didn't give her any any um, hints or anything like that. I said, I'm sitting here with your son, and he told me that you gave him a nickname. I said, What is it? And she says, I call him Clyde. And um, Clyde, I'm right sorry. Turn, right turn, Clyde. Yeah, right turn, Clyde. And um, she verified it, and I was like, boy, that's, um, they got that's a pretty tough, good, that's pretty good uh, relationship there. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo-hoo! Right. All right, let's get into rapid fire. So I'm going to start with Bones. And uh, Bones, what lights your ass on fire there, buddy? I'm going to get back to um, m- one of my favorites from the other night. 
Lavar. Lavar. Oh, good grief. Okay. This is this is a tweet directly from um, President Trump. It wasn't the White House. It wasn't the State Department. It wasn't Father Lavar's so-called people on the ground in China that got his son out of a long-term prison sentence. It was me. Too bad Lavar is just a poor man's version of Don King, but without the hair. Holy <laughs> cow! Wow. Now, see, and that's what I love about him. <laughs> see, and that's why you know, when we were talking the possible mayoral runship for me, you know, uh, in in the oh, next, you heard that first here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did hear it first here. Yeah. Well, I think um, Maverick was bringing it to light, and I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I really do. I'm thinking about running. That means I'm going to have a lot of work to do if he does this job, because all of us, as his friends and closest friends and co-hosts, we're going to have to be a part of this. Um, I believe. uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, Mort and Bones. Um. That there's going to be some doors to knock on, some signs to be put up, and some bumper stickers to be handed out, and some yeah. T-shirts to be worn. So you guys are going to support me if I'm I run going, for I'm mayor. going for it. I'm going for it all the way. It's going to be a lot of work. I'm going to have to probably take leave from my other job, which I think if they understand what I'm going to support, they'll understand fully. And if they don't, that's okay, too. Yeah, right. I, I just think that we, you know, uh, I mean, I, I've been thinking about it since Paul and Brian Rose you know, kind of approached. It's a ballsy move. It is. It is. And me being a convicted felon, you know, imagine, imagine the ruckus that we bring in that uh, mayor now former convicted felon, uh, uh, stick man. That, uh, that'd be weird. Can you imagine seeing cool. us at, um, four of us at a, um, what's that? A, a mayoral dinner or a, <laughs> if we go to see, go to the white house, the Ashles, uh, at the white house at, with, at the the white house. with the Donald, with the Donald. Yeah. He will be there another four years. Yeah, he will be. Uh, so he'll be there a total of seven years. Seven years from that, from this point. Absolutely, seven seven years from last month. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm de- I'm certainly considering it. We got three three and a half years to prepare, and uh, and you know that goes by real fast. It does. And one of the stipulations is that the the felony has to be removed from the record. And all I all I'm short of doing is I qualify now. I just have to get the restitution paid in full. And, and that'll happen. Yeah, that'll right, happen. Right, 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 right. So, uh, but anyway. Um, and happen faster since you're going to want to make this move. So you'll be more apt to take care of this business sooner than later. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree with you, Maverick. How about that? Yeah, that's cool. So um, LeVar Ball, did he respond to the tweet? No, nope, from nope, the Donald? not yet. A poor man's Donald King. Huh. Interesting. Um, I love, without the hair. Um I Trump, love it. I'll tell you what. Trump's um he's one of a kind. I'll tell you that. He's a great president, I think so far. I think so far. Mm-hmm. A lot of work to do. A lot of moves to be made, whether it's lay low with a little couple of things or get high with a couple of things. But I think he's doing a good job and telling this zero how it is straight and to the point is ballsy and I think he's he's got our I backing agree. too. Did you say get high on a few things? Um, I didn't Small even get high. every day. Yeah. <laughs> I meant, um, you know. Oh, okay. Be, yeah, be, yeah, be, uh, be really um, aggressive on some yes, subjects. Yes, yes, that's yeah. what I meant. You know, that. since he's been president, you're looking at, I think, unemployment's going to be at the lowest ever in the, in the, in the longest time. It's look almost, at the stock, it's almost, look almost, the stock market. It's almost on the 4%. Yeah, look at the yeah, stock and, market. And people are bitching. Yeah. People you know working, what? people making money. We know who's bitching and why they are. That's, that is true. We We can go just like. In our small little town, he won, she lost, and they still, 
still can't deal with it. It's a year plus done. Come right, on. Right. You talk about sore losers. Yeah, oh. really. I mean, geez. Golly. Understatement. Man. All right. What else you got? I got one other thing. Back to the NFL. Really? Again, again another another tweet from uh, Mr. Trump. The NFL is now thinking about a new idea, keeping teams in the locker room during the national anthem next season. That's almost as bad as kneeling. When when will the highly paid commissioner finally get tough and smart? This issue is killing the NFL. It is killing it, absolutely. The well, you, absolutely. you you look at the viewership as well as the people that are in the stands, or the lack of lack people of people in the stands, stands now. Right, but man. you know, uh, Bones, this this. Staying in the locker room is not a new thing. We know that no. the, the NBA has been doing it for years based upon their religious uh, beliefs. And and really, as, as people that watch the NBA, we don't realize the, the, the number of people that are actually sitting in the locker room until the, the, the teams are on the sideline. You know, we don't realize that. You're right. And, and we don't pay any attention to it because they're not making a spectacle of the situation. They're respectfully stay out of uh, of the limelight and they come back in when the team's called uh, to take the floor i i don't have a problem with them staying in the locker room i don't if, either if that's if that's their form of protest i don't have a problem with that i have a problem with them taking the knee because they're they're drawing attention to themselves not their they're making it a me situation it, instead exactly. of a group situation it, it, it doesn't have anything to do with uh look at the situation that we're protesting or we're trying to draw attention to it, people are drawn to that individual that not the, not uh, the the thought of the reason why they're taking a knee but that individual and, and we go back to the rapid fire from the other night with uh the the nfl player that that took a knee during our national anthem but stood for the mexican national anthem Dumbass. you know that happened uh, again we took I, I brought it up we we saw the same thing happen when the nfl played over in england the the a player took a knee for our national anthem but stood for, for the, the queens for the queen yeah wow. so showed more, the queen. he showed more respect to england than did the united states i wonder you know i wonder what's really going on in their minds i mean What's going on? Uh, again, I come you know, down. It gets it's, me it's, upset. It's it gets a me upset. Thing. Like you said about the locker room, not that I have a problem with it or do have a problem with it, but what about the couple of guys that are real patriotic on that team? And there has to be some that want to go out and be with the fans and be on the sideline and, and put his hand over his heart and stand for the national anthem. He's going to get chastised for that. Well, the, there's been allegations that some offensive lines have, uh, allowed the defensive players, the linebackers, to get to the quarterback yep. uh, based upon the quarterback taking a, a stand. And, and I believe that was Oakland. Uh, it was wow. uh, the wow. allegations. That's I'm, a big allegation. It's a big That's allegation. pretty big. But, well, but, they had that problem a couple of years ago in the NFL when there was what they call that, um, bounties? Uh, the, that Is that a form of a bounty? Yeah, yeah. That was a form of a bounty. That was that Philly team that did that. Well, that was New Orleans that got in trouble. Yeah, well, uh, before that, it was um, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Buddy Ryan and Philadelphia oh, Eagles. Oh yeah, that's right. When it, was, when it was um, Jerome it, Brown, um, Reggie White, and that, um, um, Allen, Greg Allen, and um, one other time. player. I, yeah, I, I think I, bounties I, is a different story because they they were actually getting paid to to go out and hurt bonuses, somebody. Right? Bonuses, yeah, yeah. To, to an, um, in, in this initiate case, a painful blow. Yeah. In but this you, case, they're not getting paid no, to take the knee. But if you know, the commissioner wants to go that route next season. Like Maverick said, there are folks that want to stand out and show their, their patriotism. Give them the option. Say, okay, if you're going to stand, if you want to stand for the national anthem, you can stay out. 
If you don't want to stand, you're in the locker room. But aren't we caving? Aren't yeah, we caving? caving. If we cave in any way, if we say that you're not, it's not right, and we say, well, okay, you can do this, then we're just as bad well, as just going ahead and caving if, all the way. Not if you give them the option to stand for the national anthem and say, if you don't, then you get your ass in the locker room. I, but it, it, but it's a team sport. There's no I in well, team so, so basketball. So they're caving to the folks that want to kneel, but screwing the ones that want to stand. That's not right either. Yeah. But here's it goes to the bottom line again, I think. But wait a minute, isn't it in their contract that they must stand for the NFL? Yeah, I mean for I the don't NFL. know. I, I, oh, here's I, the here's I'm, the bottom line is some of them maybe some, maybe a maybe it's a big percentage. I think it's a small percentage that are really protesting something and they believe true blue in their hearts, and the other ones are followers. They're following the lead of a bad example, and that's what I think is happening. That's a sure. that's uh, point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what's what's happening because you know, if you're really true about it. We don't know what they do in their communities outside of that football field or when they drive out of that stadium. We really don't. We heard that, you know, the guy who started, started it, all. it all is supposed to be very charitable and um, he does things for his community. But you know what? You're supposed to do that. Like we you talked about multi-million dollars. Yeah, like we're talking about, you know, we're regular working people and we're going to go next year. God's grace is to help the homeless. We'll we'll stop doing what we're doing to help others. You look at a player like J.J. Watts. Uh, right. There Houston. you go. Prime example. Uh, Prime example. Got all this money uh, donated uh, based upon him alone for Houston relief. Thirty-seven. How million. about how That's about the quarterback money. that went to the pros a little bit, Tim Tebow from the Florida Gators, my wow. Florida Gators. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff, and he was chastised for taking a knee in prayer. In prayer, yeah, that, that's and and wearing sense. John three sixteen on his eye under his eyelids to um you know just a prayer, you know what I mean? And he got chastised for that, but we're allowing somebody else to do it, and they're not getting chastised for it. Right. right. How's that role? It's it's just ridiculous. And I, you know, I was looking for the meme that somebody sent me on Facebook this morning. Did it's on you... the Ashholes page. Oh, it's on the Ash yeah. Page. Okay. And thank you. Know, one more thing about, about Tebow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me say that. Go ahead, Bobby. One more thing about Tebow. He's constantly in hospitals, seeing little kids with cancer or um, um, things that are going to cause them possibly to die. He's doing that around the clock, and they're. They're not like, for a photo op either. Yeah, he's not for a photo right. op. He, he's doing it. He doesn't announce to the press that this is where I'm going to be so you can take pictures of me doing something that I'm supposed to be doing anyway. anyway well, isn't, right. that, isn't that what charity is all about anyway? Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to give and not, not expect anything in, in return. return. Right, right. That's right. charity. That's, right, that's, yes. That's, so listen to this. We were talking about Marshawn Lynch. And in Mexico, black people weren't even considered citizens by Mexico until last year. 2016. Okay. So when black citizens in Mexico filled out paperwork in Mexico, they literally had to check other, the box other. Now, what significance does the box other have? Well, Mex None. Mexico is an interesting country in and of itself because they're, they're upset about uh, the president and his right, ideas that, for the wall. Right. Is that actually true? Or is so, just create a no, 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 no. So the uh, so the box is checked other, and so he's under contract for nine million dollars for two years in America. But please, by all means, stand for the Mexican national anthem. That just shows a retarded sense of uh, uh, maybe they any, should pay him in pesos. Anything that they, yeah, maybe they should pay him <laughs> in pesos. But you know what I was going to what I was going to say about Mexico is they they they're upset about this wall that uh, supposedly is going to get built. I don't know whether it's going to be or not. It's uh, it's it, it's yet to be determined, 
but the Mexican government's upset about the the Americans even suggesting that it's going to be built. Look at the southern wall of Mexico. That wall is like a prison wall. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it is a huge wall. I mean, when you stop and think about it, they built that wall to keep people from coming into Mexico from other countries, which is basically the same thing that, that our country is talking about doing. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think that we need a, a fantastic wall like that, but uh, we have to have some sort of border control. Absolutely. But they're they're upset about us building a wall that is, I don't know, looks kind of like their southern wall. Isn't that kind of uh, a hypocritical? Uh, again, going back to Marshawn Lynch, very hypocritical. He's he's trying to bring attention to Black Lives Matter or whatever the protest is, and going to a country that did not recognize black lives as, as a human being even well the, the, as other other what uh, is other i don't know what other is what are you yeah. other than what <laughs> uh you're either latino or you're other yeah you know so th- it just that doesn't make sense that i that was hypocrisy that in, in my opinion that was total hypocrisy i agree yeah i i i agree more you know um, what i would like just a round number just popped in my head some of these monies that we take off these um, drug dealers that come in from Mexico, use it to pay a thousand more border patrol agents, and maybe we can get a little lax on the wall thing. I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out, just a number. You know, I mean, a thousand more border agents. We we can do it. Well, the, we can do it. There there are there there's things that we could do. There's no question about it. It's just how much are we willing to accept? Right, uh, with, right. The, with force. That's right, right. Right. Well, I mean, a, a stick man, he can attest to what it's like uh, behind walls. Absolutely. And, and Four they, years. They've got towers on those walls with people with guns to keep yep. people inside those walls. Yeah. Um, a, a really good example just happened in the news the other day. A North Korean soldier uh, bolted across oh, the DMZ yeah. and he got his ass shot up. I mean, they said they couldn't even get a, a pulse from his femoral artery. He was wow. shot up that bad. Good this is, grief. yeah, I mean, he he bled out basically. Yeah, yeah. But he is on life support right now. He's uh, he's in the south. He's come to freedom. Right. But that's an example of a country just like uh, we we saw back in the Cold War, uh, trying to wall. keep trying to keep people in uh, the walls. Right. When they keep people in, man, that that just holds people down and holds yeah. people back. And yeah. what was that we were talking about, Mr. Gorbachev? Tear down this wall. wall. No, this wall. This wall. Yeah. Right, right, right. He was standing right in front of Brandenburg Gate. Yeah, we're talking about divisiveness. Divisiveness. Okay. Uh, I have an idea. Why don't we call the NAACP and see what they have? I think you may have that number. I do. Let's call them right now and see what they have to say. This is going to be interesting. I agree. It's definitely going to be interesting. So let's see what they have to say. Talk to the person that answers the phone. You can ask to talk to the press secretary. Uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna talk to whoever answers. Good afternoon. You have reached the office of the NAACP. Dolores speaking. How may I help you? Hi, Dolores. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. This is Stickman from Smoke and Aces Live Radio. You're live on the air, and um, I have oh a question God. for you. Maybe I don't know whether you're allowed to speak, or maybe you have a uh, maybe a PIO or anything like that. But um, my we question do. would we, we do. Uh, you want we me to do. talk we to have them? A, uh, 
they are not in the office uh, at this particular time. So I might be able to answer the question. Um, you might want to take me off, yeah. off the air because. Well, no, uh, I'm not going to take you off the air because, I mean, you guys stand for you know social injustices and stuff like that. So my, I guess my question that I have, and I'm here with the other folks from my show, and um, we want to know in the last 10 years, what has the NAACP brought uh, positive other than divisiveness? Um, jobs. Uh, we have jobs. the uh, deport and needed. Yes, we have to have deport and needed. Um, there's a lot of things that goes on that people in the community don't know because they won't involve themselves in in what we stand for. But there's a lot okay. that the NAACP does. But okay. but but uh, but let me let me get you with the PR with the person that our spokesperson for the branch because of our, uh, that would be probably correct protocol. Okay, are they in right now? Can we talk to them right now? No, they're not in. Oh, they're not in. in All fact, right, office, let me ask. No. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, okay. Ahead, the, the office is for Thanksgiving, so let me ask you one more question. Right. As far as uh, uh, because you're in Gulfport and no, they're in Jackson. No, no, I'm talking to the Gulfport office. Oh, and okay. so um, we're in Ocean Springs, and uh, I know the NAACP met with uh, our mayor Shay Dobson, and an hour later they took down the flag. But you know, you guys lost. We put the flag back up. Um, what do you guys? I, I mean, what was the position on that? Why? I mean, what, what's wrong with the state flag? Uh, I'd rather not uh, speak any further on that matter because I am not the spokesperson for the branch, okay. and I would like for okay. you to uh, speak with the spokesperson of the branch. But uh, well, we really if, appreciate your call. If hmm? we give you the telephone I'm number, sorry. would you? If if I give you the telephone number to the studio, you think they might be willing to call in next week? We basically normally we are on the air every Tuesday night. We're just doing a special Thanksgiving okay. episode, um, but uh, we'd okay. love to have you come. And because, you know, me, I'm not uh, I'm not very, uh, uh, you know, educated on what the NAACP does. And if there are things, uh, I, I mean, honestly, my opinion, uh, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one and most of them stink. But the reality of it is, if you guys would could educate us in the things that you guys really do for for the communities here on the Gulf Coast. I, I hey, I, I'd, I'd love to know about it. OK, that sounds wonderful. Uh let me get your name and your number, and I have someone to get back with you concerning. Okay. All right. That sounds questions. great. My name. Okay. My name. My name is Stickman, and it's uh, Matthew Stenge. And we just Okay. You just let me, let me know when you're ready. The Stickman. The Stickman. Yeah. Yeah, but my name is Matthew. Okay. And my okay. telephone number. I'm going to give you two telephone numbers. One is directly to me. That's 228-990-2861. Nine what now? You you blocked that when you said nine what now? Nine nine zero. Okay. 2861. And our studio number that they could call in on Tuesday nights, anytime after 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, is 914 Mhm. Eight oh three. Okay. Four zero seven nine. And I, th- I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. 
All right, and y'all have a nice weekend. Thank you for calling NAACP Gunport Brand. Have a a great Thanksgiving. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know. Anthony wants you probably should have. Probably. Uh, yeah, but that's okay. We're not going to hold that against you. No, 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 no. no, no and and, and, and no, absolutely not. And 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 you know what? Um I appreciate the fact that she even answered a question. Sure. You know, and she 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 gave us her opinion and her thoughts of yeah. uh of what her that that organization And then does. she was very very wise and said I even And I, and I and I got no matter. problem with that. that you know, I got no problem with that. something that the PIO takes the, care the, of. The um, protocol was done properly. Right. I agree. I you know, I like her. Yeah, she was cool. I like her. She was pretty damn cool. Yeah, she probably so, needs BPIO. So a- anyway, oh, no, uh, you know, before we get into the fi- uh, continue with rapid fire, I want to do a huge shout out. Matter of fact, the uh, manager just walked into the studio. His name is Jason from Magnolia Music. Hey, Jason. And uh, he's hey. they've supplied all of our gear here inside the studio. So Jason, thank you so much. I yes, greatly thank appreciate you, Jason. It. Good job. Thank you. And uh, um, you know, so anybody, any music needs, any music lessons or anything like that, uh, Magnolia Music. I think it's Magnolia Music Two, right? Magnolia Music Two, Ocean Springs, right on Highway 90. What's the address, Jason? 2668 uh, Bienville Boulevard. Go see them. Uh, great bunch of guys. Zane, uh, Jason, and all the other guys over there. Uh, I love them to death because uh, I'm a pain in their ass because I'm there every week trying to figure out how we can make the show better. So, But huge shout out. Jason, you got any extra mic covers in the car? Oh, really? You got to bring that up. You got to bring that up. So, uh, look, for those of you who are just joining us, uh, yes, with the mic cover last night, I'm lighting a cigar, and all of a sudden I smell plum, and I look down, and I got my mic on fire because I like the spongy thing on fire. And uh, so, yeah, Jason's in the studio laughing. So, <clears throat> and yeah, since we're doing shout outs, why don't we do another shout out for the Tamale Shack? Yeah, we're going to, we're gonna, let's give the Tamale Shack a call. All right. And, and Gulfport, Mississippi, Tamale Shack. We right. enjoyed their tamales last night. Uh, Icy. For Matt's birthday special. Yeah. Yes. So let's give them a little shout out. And right. uh, who, we, got, we got another birthday coming up too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's Mort's birthday. Yeah. Uh, on Tuesday. On, yeah, on Tuesday. Tuesday. On Tuesday. Show night. Um, who do we ask for, Jeff? Uh, whoever answers, but Wendy is the owner of the you think she's there? Uh, she usually is. Okay. Oh. We'll see if she's there. Bum, 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 bum. And then we'll wrap it up. Small check. Hey, is Wendy by any chance? She's unavailable. Can I take a message? Uh, who am I speaking to? This is Michael. Who is this? Hey, Michael, this is Stickman. You're live on the air with Smoking Aces Radio, and we're in Ocean Springs. I just want to give you a huge shout-out. We actually uh, had your tamales last night before we went on the air. What a what an awesome meal. Those tamales are the best in the business. We want a big shout-out to you and Wendy. Thank you so much. Here, here's Miss Wendy. Awesome. All, right, all right, good. Let me talk to her. Hello. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, listen, this is Stickman. I am the host of Smoking Aces Live in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and you're live on the air. I just want to give you a big shout-out. Um, we got tamales from your shop uh, for my birthday, and our show live, we do a live show on Tuesday nights. We're just having to do another one tonight, today, for Thanksgiving. But a big shout-out. You got the best tamales in the business. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, that's just fabulous. Thank you. 
Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Do me a favor. I got you on the phone. Tell everybody where you're located, how they find you on the web, and uh, any specials that you got going on. And uh, we'd love to have you come on the show in the studio Tuesday, you know, any Tuesday night, and uh, really sit down and talk with you. Wow, that would be great. Um, we are located at 1717 30th Avenue in Gulfport, straight up from the state port. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you have um, a website or a telephone number? We, we do. We have, a, we have a, a Facebook page. We don't have a website yet. Okay, it's um, it's Tamale Shack at 1717. Um, and you can just Google Tamales in Gulfport, and you can find us. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm sold. You guys uh, you, you guys rock. Thank you for Absolutely. everything that you do and the, the great tamales that you make. And, Wendy, we're actually oh. Facebook friends. You know, like, uh, my, my name is Jeff Mortensen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. You absolutely <laughs> do. Many a time. All yeah, right, so, well, I look uh, forward to seeing you guys again. Oh, absolutely. No problem. Matter of fact, anytime that you want to uh, slide us some tamales uh, for, for show night, we'd, we, we'd be, we'd gratefully trade for some advertising. That will work. We can set that up. Sounds great. Ooh, yeah. ha- have a great day, and uh, thank great you so much. Have a good Thanksgiving. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you all, too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that was cool that she, Wendy actually got on cool, the phone. Cool. You notice how he screened the phone call first. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, she, no uh, she's not here. She's not here. Yeah, I gotta take a minute. And then, oh, you're on the air? Oh, okay, Wendy's there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, suddenly she's here. I, I just don't I, I don't know how that happened. She right. came in hiding from a tamale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Maverick, what lights your ass on fire? Well, some of the things that um, Bones is talking about with the NFL and Mort was talking about it, the NBA, it's it's very upsetting to me and it makes my skin crawl that these guys are doing what they're doing and we're just allowing it. I mean, not we. We as a fan base are because we could stop watching it and going to it and buying the jerseys and buying the hats, which I stopped doing. Because mm. it was pathetic. That's probably a big pinch in their pocketbook as I it bet. is. Well, that's what we need to do. You know, uh, you know, talking about all the nonsense. Oh, I'm not watching the game, and I'm not doing this, and I'm not doing that. Doesn't and it's not going to do a damn thing. But what we need to do is stop giving them money and right. hit the advertisers. Yeah, and hit the advertisers. That's what we need to do. You know? We know that the pizza boy Papa he John. left. Papa John left. He and, pulled. And, and he you pulled. know what? Budweiser is thinking about and. One of the cola companies I hear. Yeah, I'm getting a little bird tweeting in my ear. I think it's Coke. You know, mm. that would be devastating for the, especially the beer. Imagine if Budweiser pulled out and refused to sell beer in the in, in the stadiums, and then Coke pulled out and you got no soda product. Oh, you'd you'd have somebody fill no that more baby buds. You'd have somebody fill the. See, water. and I think that's their attitude. Well, yeah. if you guys won't do it, somebody we, will. Somebody will. Yeah, and, we'll get Pepsi. Yeah, but we'll the initial get... impact would be devastating. Sure, people would be talking about that for. For weeks, yeah. right? I, I we've agree. only got a couple of weeks left in the season before before it ends. But right. you know, bottom line is they need to get rid of Godell. That's, yeah, he needs to go. Yeah, he needs to go. Anybody find out what happened to his contract? And did it get approved? No, it's still ongoing. The, the private Jones as as I know. is totally against it. He, pri- it's not going to happen. As the far private as jet Jones. for life and the yeah, health, health insurance. insurance. Well, but what, what, what's crazy is if you're making thirty million right now, how the fuck do you not afford to? Buy health insurance for your family. I think you can get on the group plan. <laughs> he, wants, he wants another twenty million. He wants fifty million a year. Yeah. Plus the jet. But what does he? Insurance. What does he do? What has he done? 
No, no. Okay, but what is his job description? What does he do? I think to be able to ask for fifty million dollars. Day to day NFL if operations. If anything else, yeah, he 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 manages the finances or whatever of the the NFL brand itself. He probably reigns in with the owners or talks with the owners about how the NFL could help them and benefit them, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think he has anything to do with the finances because you got to remember the NFL is a 501c3 company. Is the NFL a 501c3 or are the teams? No, the, no, N- the, the NFL. 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 Okay. Right. So, I'm not, and, I wasn't aware of that. And what bothers me is why doesn't the government just pull their 501c3 I, I think that's actually being discussed. Uh, and, and numerous uh, legislators are talking. Because you about say, that. okay, we're not going to do, we're not going to do this. Okay, no problem. You guys have the right. That's what this country is founded on: free speech. You guys want to do that? Okay, fine. We're just going to pull your five hundred one c three status. Yeah. I, Why I, do they even have it to begin with? I got to wonder now. At this point, does does Major League Baseball are they tax exempt? No. No. Is the NBA? Yeah, nope. Nope. So the NFL is the only organized sports. Uh, venue that has this 501c3 status that we know status. that we know of well yeah. Yeah. probably because mls the, uh, soccer no nope. no nope. 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 so yeah, i think they're the only ones that ask for it so what happens if baseball asks for it now what happens if soccer asks for it i'm mean, soccer is not even a real sport but yeah you've uh, got professional no, soccer not. teams so you, you yeah. no, hockey what about nhl nhl what no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Try running it. That's what people say about golf. Golf's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's an activity. It's not a sport. Golf is not a sport. I can't. I don't see. And I play it. You, you, you and I both play. We play together. Golf. We play golf together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got Maverick all excited over here. He's like, "Whoa, where am I missing out on Yeah, you get a kid. You get a kid that runs. I think my kid was averaging six and a half, seven miles a game, and that's sprinting. That's not just running in a circle. That's come, stop, and go. Stop. There, go, there stop is some go. athletic ability. Oh, absolutely. With, uh, I didn't say players. that there was no athletes in soccer. I, 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 said sport. I don't think it's a sport. Well, it's just you, like wrestling. Wrestling is not a sport. You grew it's up in the United States. Well, and, WWE. And growing up in the United States, you would say that, but if you grew up in Europe. So the finger wrestling is a sport. Oh. Ooh, that's a whole different. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spectator sport. Spectator sport. Thank you, Mister yeah. Batiste, for that. Yeah, but yeah. but honestly, if you grew up in Europe, you you would know that this is just as big over there as as uh, the NFL, NFL is here. Yeah. Well, they they consider that football over there. It is football. Yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. and uh, football. So, uh, my what lights my ass on fire? Actually, um, it's a lot more calmed down now because. Uh, Shade Dobson, our mayor, he actually did the right, and maybe he'll he might be my opponent in three years, three and a half years, but he actually did the right thing, and now the flag's back up. What do you guys think about that, Maverick? I'm still going a little too little, too late. Yeah, I, I should have should not have brought, been brought down. We know some of the circumstances that that this came to, how this came about, and it was. I just think it was weak. I just think it was weak. It should have never came down. He should have never bowed down to no one, no matter if it was a, um, a small to, to group any organization. or a big group, right. whatever way you want to look at it. He, said, he should have said, I'm drawing my foot in the sand, and it's staying up, and I don't care what he's got to say about it. Right. Well, the grief he took hours after that happened, it should have went up the next morning. I agree. He should have waited. I, I agree. That was the, agree. one of the biggest problems. Well, the biggest problem was taking it down in the first place when it shouldn't have come down. Right. It's a flat. That's it. Right. You're right. allowed to fly it by the state rules. Fly it. Right. Mort, what do you and think? I 
can't disagree at all. He he should have just stuck to his stuck to his guns and said, you know, I, I started this fight and I'm going to stick with it until the state says otherwise. I agree. I agree 1000% with all of you guys because the issue is now how does anybody believe anything he says because this is one of his biggest campaign promises. He has to do 10 things. 10 great things just to come out of the grave just, that he dug just, for just himself. to come out of the hole he dug. Well, we you said we had a saying back in when when I was in the service, you know, you got all the attaboys in the world and 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 Bones knows what I'm talking about with attaboys. You get accommodations and all this stuff. So people are, are they they praise you, they give you letters of appreciation, all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff. One attaboy, or, or you can have 100 attaboys, but one uh-oh. It destroys, destroys every one of those attaboys. Absolutely. They, yeah, yeah. they tend to forget about all that stuff. So Shea actually has the opportunity, because he's got a lot of time left in his administration, to dig himself out of that he hole. He can only go up. You're correct. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he can only go up. Another blunder like that. Uh, another blunder, yes. That's uh, you know another. Uh, you know, I mean, and see, one of the things that uh, is not really clear to me at all. I guess what he didn't understand was those people that hounded and hounded and hounded and pounded him were never going to vote for him, even if they made the decision. Right. And you know, when he made the decision to take it down, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all they're doing is setting a platform up for bitch ass Connie Moran to run again. Absolutely. And Absolutely. uh that's what and, and that's the immaturity in the politics that that he needs to be refined with and I think he's a diamond in a rough. I mean, he may he may come away he may come out of this. Yeah. And um but I agree with Bones, I and I agree with Maverick that a little too late, you know, because what should have what should have happened absolutely was as soon as it happened was what is all the noise okay uh what should have happened oh they brought us lunch we got lunch mm-hmm. yeah we got lunch wow so what should have happened was uh as soon as it happened as soon as he started getting flack look i made a mistake the immaturity in my the immaturity in my in my guidelines in my guidelines in my guidelines that um it, it's just way it, it was I'm sorry, I got distracted by all the noise, but yeah, the okay. the issue is he should have immediately put it back up and said, "Look, I'm I was immature in my not immature as a person. I, I, I mean, I love shaded decision. Down. Yeah, I made a snap decision based on pressure, right. and I'm learning about what politics is about. And the same thing he did. Yeah, I made a mistake. Right. And just put it back up. Right. Well, let's go back to Connie Moran. Okay. If she happens to run and happens to She's win. She's going to run. No, she happens to run and happens to win. I'm gonna she's pull. Not gonna a, win. I'm gonna pull a Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, but she's not gonna I'm, win. I'm moving. Okay, but here's I'm the leaving. thing. I'm gonna run against her. Okay, and and I'm telling you, she's not gonna win. It's just like I told her, in, you know, before the election. I said, Connie, enjoy, she said, when are you gonna come off the losing team and come to the winning team? I said, I'm already on the winning team. Enjoy your last term. And she didn't believe me. I remember. And that. look what happened. Let's step back about thirty seconds. You just sound like you made an announcement. No, not yet. I'm still thinking about he's it. To, he's he's in the exploratory. I, I, I'm going to tell you he's that not at peace yet. I, I, I'm not at peace <laughs> for my uh, Chris McDaniel. This is for this is for you. I'm not at peace with my decision yet. So, uh, but I'm going to tell you what will really begin to solidify my decision is if she decides to run. If she decides to run, you you're can, in. I'm in. You're or in. if okay. Shea makes another faux pas, uh, because you're actually going to be running against him in a primary. You, you would be. Yeah, I'm not worried about Shay. 
Okay. Uh, I'm, not you you um, I'm not worried about Shea. I'm definitely not worried about Connie Moran, but I'm not worried about Shea. Uh, I think this hurt. I think this really hurt his political career. Okay. I think it did too. And I think, um, I think he's in early on, he's in deep trouble. I agree. I absolutely I think he's in trouble. I, I think um, um, being his age, young, being um, not experienced in politics, being the decision he made, I think it, that's all part of the puzzle, and I think pieces are missing. Yeah, and, and I, I pieces. these are pieces that somebody's chewed off, and no matter how much you try to put it back, it's never going to fit you know, right in I place again. I think, too, um, I don't know at all who's on his team that, you know, you go to and you, you bounce things off him and say, what about this decision? I don't think he did that. He didn't talk to anybody. He yeah. didn't talk to anybody with lots of experience, with lots of knowing politics. He didn't do that. And we're that. not talking about John Gill. No, we're not talking about anybody on that stage. But, you know, he's supposed to hire people like the big guy in the White House did. If he don't know how to do it, he gets somebody that knows how to do it. That's an expert in it. Yes, and I don't think um, Shea did that, and I think that's what uh, it's going to be his downfall. I agree. More. What do you think? No doubt, no doubt. You surround yourself with knowledgeable people, and that they build you. Mm-hmm. That's that's politics. That's that's any good leader, mm-hmm. uh, politics or uh, military. Uh, Absolutely. The generals they don't know everything. And see, and that's what I do with with us as a team. I surrounded myself with you guys, and that's what makes this show so good. Mm-hmm. And because I don't know everything, but you guys fill in the gaps. That's what makes us a great team. Right. And I appreciate that. Um, one thing that I happened to look over and saw that's my that we that's mine. okay, I'll let you go ahead yeah, and do what it. What burns my ashes? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. I just want to make sure you were finished. Go ahead. Bridgeport, Connecticut. The uh, the police chief there decided. <laughs> At, at, at this uh, junction, uh, November 21st, that he wants his police officers not to um, advertise that they're police. Not have the word police on their uniforms. Yeah. Right. Right, wait a minute. So, in other words, no police markings whatsoever. No markings on their uniforms. So, what happens when somebody at nighttime sees one of these police officers that's chasing a suspect on a foot pursuit in their backyard? They're dressed all in black, and they shoot him. Because, you know, when you shoot a police officer, that's capital murder. That is. So they got to take it off the cars, too? Didn't It doesn't say anything about cars, but what it says, uh, it compromises everybody's safety. One of the sergeants said, taking this stuff off of our shirts compromises our safety. How do exactly they prove what you're they? talking about. Yeah. Uh, the 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 words police on their on their vests when they when they go in on a no-knock raid or whatever the case is. Right. Or even if they're doing uh, patrols, they should have something that, that – that distinguishes them as law enforcement officers. And I think at this point, the Bridgeport, Connecticut police chief is wrong. Well, uh, absolutely. Google that. Google the number. Let's call him. Let's call him and see what he says. Let's call him and see what he says. And maybe talk to their PIO officer. Because the issue is, here's, uh, here's the dangerous thing about it is, I'm telling you, if I'm in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and I'm at home at night in my jammies, and I'm watching Monday Night Football, and they kick down my door, and they got no no markings whatsoever, I'm killing them. Absolutely. And, and that's not a threat to that to those guys. No, no. I'm, I'm talking about if somebody comes into my house with no markings, and they don't identify themselves as police, or they yell police, police, police. What's to prevent some 24 year old thug to uh, do the same thing? And right. pretend that they're police. Right. All right. And let's. 
it, without a doubt, the, the the law enforcement officers have to have something that distinguishes them from from the normal citizens. What's it take to make to ask him to step down as chief? Most cities now are, are see, um, Mark is uh, um, employed by the board. Right. The board is what put him in into office. So uh, it, it would have to be a board. Vote. Maybe we should call the second call should be to the board because that's a decision that puts lives in the line. And especially if the police officers where they would be, they would have to be getting killed. Right. All right. Here we There's go. There's a lot of police departments that are, the, the chief's hired by the mayor and the mayor can fire. Right. So, so what, it, it all depends. For those of you who are just joining us, we're actually going to call the Bridgeport police in Connecticut and we're going to talk to their see if I doubt they'll let us talk to the chief, um, but maybe they'll have a PIO. Behind every other radio station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's yeah. the police information? Hey, can I either speak to your PIO or maybe the chief secretary, please? Okay, uh, Abe Harris is police spokesman. It's going to be Abe Harris, number 203 814 7992. Okay, are you a, yep. you happen to be a police officer or are you just a dispatcher? You're breaking up on your cell phone. It sounds real bad. Okay, well, we're actually, I, okay. I, my name is my name is Stickman and we're live on the air and I wanted to kind of get your input on uh, the police chief's decision to take the police oh. markings off uniform. I can't comment at this time. Uh, go figure. Okay, thank you. All right, so maybe we'll call, uh, what do you say his name was, Abe? He went really fast. Well, I, got, yeah. I, I wrote down a telephone number, so let me put it in here. I think, I, I'm pretty sure he said his name was Abe. I, I'm pretty sure that they probably have a canned response. So. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. As a matter of fact, he's probably on the phone with them right now and say, "Hey, look, these people are going to call you, so uh, let's let's call him and sit and talk to Abe." He's a busy man about now. Yeah, he's, uh, you uh, know, oh, he's trying to pull the out. Absolutely. Let's see. Uh, probably go right to because it's going to come back a New York number. Sorry. Hello, this is. Uh, hey, I'm I'm looking for Abe, please. This is Av Harris. Oh, oh that's, Mr. That's, Harris, I'm sorry. I I was speaking to somebody from your from the communications department, and that I thought he said Abe. Listen, let me tell you who I am. My name is Stickman, and I am the host of Smoking Aces Radio in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And we are a political talk show. And we happened to got some news last night. Me being a former police officer, I'd love to get you to comment on the idea of taking the police markings off the uniform up there. Uh, what in the world is your chief thinking about? Oh, I don't know, man. I'd have to have him call you on that. I would have okay. to have you him are... call you on that. Um, you're the, you're well, the I don't spokesperson. Know, I, can you, is this a cell phone you're calling me on? No, this is, no, this is, this is our studio. No, I, I can give you oh, my studio, studio line? number. Yeah, we're live well, on the air right now. Oh, we're live on the air right now? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Funny. All right, well, I would have to have him call you. Uh, okay, well, so I'm, if I'm you sure you're give probably your number. Your and... Say that again. Are you answering, are you answering a lot of questions with regards to this article that uh, has been uh, that's out on the internet? No, actually, I'm not. Um, but I, uh, uh, but like I said, it's better to have to speak with the chief directly. So I agree. Uh, let Can me I have him call you? 
Say again? Can I give you our studio number? And he, he's more than welcome to call anytime. Yeah, hold on one second. Okay. Actually, what I'm going to do uh, with you, Ave, I'm going to give you my cell phone, and I'm also going to give you our studio line, because unless we're on the air, you won't be able to reach us on the studio line. And we're on the air every Tuesday night, um, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're just having to be doing an extra broadcast for Thanksgiving. So, um, and one of my fellow ash holes, because that's what we're known by, we're known as the ash holes. And uh, they gave me this okay, story. Okay, hold being, on. What's your name? Just give me your name and your numbers, and then I will get the chief to call you. Okay, sure. Matthew. What's your name? And Matthew. And yeah. uh, my, my cell number is 228. Yeah. 990. Yeah. 2861. And then our okay. studio number is... Nine one four. Yeah. Eight zero three, four zero seven nine, and he can any Tuesday night if he wants to call. We'll we'd love to have him on the show to kind of get what he what, you know what kind of thought process was behind removing uh, police, the police um, uniforms. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot, All Abe. Right, Hope you, you have a great. Have him call you. All right, buddy. Have, have a great day. Bye bye. All right. Wow. How can a PI guy answer no questions? Because, that because that's that's what his job is to do to duck questions. <laughs> he ducked it pretty good. He sure did. Duck yeah. duck goose. Yeah, duck duck goose. And, and the reality of it is, he didn't. He he was like, I'm not answering any questions. Yeah. You know, and you're gonna have to talk to the chief. Uh, and I and you know what is that to me that says. The guy made a stupid decision. I'd rather you hear it from the yeah, horse's mouth. Exactly. Absolutely. That's yeah. exactly what that sounds that, like. That's what it sounds from like. From both phone me. calls, actually. Yeah, that's the beyond, was, that right, was beyond right, stupid. Right, right, right. So, um, but anyway. All right, folks, we got about five minutes left in the show. Uh, you want to do some trivia? Mm, nah, sure. trivia. Hey. Nah, I like trivia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who are we going to call movie, for trivia? Movie or something. Nah, let's don't call anybody. You don't want to call Why anybody? We, but we've already made couple phone calls yeah that's true we already made a couple phone calls why don't we do this why don't we do this how about we go around the table and say what we're thankful for and then we'll end the show with that thanksgiving okay uh more we'll start with you well first of all i'm i'm thankful for my family amen my family is everything that i am that they 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 define me Mm -hmm. they've made me who i am Uh, they have stuck behind me beside me in front of me they've been there for me from the get-go so everything that I am is because of them. It's my family. Okay. That's awesome. Bones? And I feel the same way as uh, Mort. I wouldn't be where I'm at without a college education, college degree. Uh, my family stuck. They knew what I needed to do in the military. They let me do it. They backed me 100%. Um, I've got a beautiful wife. We're going on 29 years and a little over a month, baby. And two kids, Caitlin and Brendan, who's serving in the military right now. Amen. And I really wish they could be here tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and we thank them for their service, and we thank you, you both you and more, for your service. Uh, Maverick, what I'm are you thankful I'm going to have to reiterate, re- reiterate about the family. Family is everything. Um, I live down here on the coast with my brother and my other siblings live up north, and I love them as much as anybody. And But um, my real close connection with my brother Joe, Smoking Joe, as you guys know him out there on the coast. And From? From Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. I had to throw that little dig in. <laughs> um, but I'm just thankful for, for family and friends and to be blessed like I am. Amen. And uh, this stick man, I'm, of course, I'll reiterate three times over family. 
and the opportunity that God has given me um, for retribution and redemption. And uh, because we could have went down a different road. Absolutely. And uh, I'm very, very thankful for that. I'm thankful for our listeners. I'm thankful for all of our supporters. I'm thankful for the police, the military, and all that defend this country. And, God bless. Uh, you know, um, so, folks, that's our special Thanksgiving episode from all of us here with the Ashholes. We want to thank, wish you a very, very happy, happy Thanksgiving, and safe Thanksgiving, and be uh, safe of all. God we, bless to all. Of us. We wish you all the best, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, bye, folks. See ya.